0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Bet $50 at Winbet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with Winbet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over/under game. Just head to Sleeper.com/sgp on your phone to join the SGP and group. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's Sleeper.com/sgp. And make sure to check out my relaunched merch store, where you can get all your favorite SGP and gear. Go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am in Newcastle upon Tyne, Northeast England. Beautiful sunny day today. Uh, very rare, but very much enjoyed it. Today is Thursday, July the seventh, uh, and I am here with the gang to handicap the slate of games for the MLB um, on Friday, July the eighth uh joining me first up uh mr Moonaf manji Moonaf, how are you doing uh doing well malcolm how's it going man uh, another day on the diamond got
1: some uh day baseball going on so that always gets us through the day but uh glad to be back to handicap some more games for friday malcolm
0: Yeah, absolutely. And joining us possibly from Saturn or Venus or wherever he's been today uh, is Mr. Noah Bennett. Noah, good uh, evening, shall we say. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty well, Malcolm. Yeah, just
2: uh, in hellhole all day that we like to call in America the Secretary of State because I had to renew my license today. Um, Some fun times over here in the Bennett household, but uh, ready to handicap some games for July 8th.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's have a little look at uh, the games from last night. I felt like last night was a a, a fun slate. I sat in the uh, car this morning and watched all the little highlights caught up with everything. Um, There was a lot of big dogs. I hit I hit Washington that you all laughed at me again. Uh, Washington beat Philly at plus one eighty eight. The New York Mets covered uh, the run line um, and won. But fortunately, I think there was a couple of us had locked that up. and then we got chinned a little bit on our dog uh, Moonaf, especially Arizona. Um, I think you were you were in a similar boat to me that the bullpen, the bullpen gave away that game for Arizona later. On.
1: Yeah, I think they got out to a four nothing lead, and then didn't score anything after that. And and the bullpen coughed it up. I think in the eighth and ninth inning there. So um, it, it's been a little bit of fun trying to find some consistency and, and you know try to get some two and zero winners. So hopefully we can start that.
0: Yeah, it hit the post with quite a few. The twins looked all over winners. They lost it late on in extras. Um, the Yankees beat the Pirates sixteen to nothing. And yeah, then the the, the, the the one that we spotted late was um, when the the lineups went up for the Royals and the Astros. Um, and the Astros lineup was pretty much unrecognisable. Um, little bits of injury and uh, off days rostered in, but they were. I noticed they were. Uh, leading off Mauricio Dubon, Oledmus Diaz was in there, Chas McCormick. I think Peña went down in the warm-up or something like that. So um, I looked at the Royals and it got mentioned in the Slack channel if you're not on um, the MLB um, or the and Slack channels. It's a great uh, advertisement um, because people were were getting involved in the 94, the plus 225 uh, that the Royals uh, were priced at with the a different looking Astros lineup, When they did get to have you, uh, and won that seven to four. So, yeah, there's always an angle, uh, and the, uh, the Slack channel is a great place to find it, like we've said a thousand times. And yeah, there's lots of um sharp minds in that Slack channel, uh, on every sport uh, that you can conceive as well. So, um, we will crack on first tonight with
2: I went uh, 2 and S- oh.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry, Malcolm's just—it not... it was Screw that long him. He was late. He, was late. he was late to the podcast. <laughs> Screw him. Uh, Noah, I. Um, if I remember rightly, did you go two 0 <laughs> Yeah, you remember correctly there. Okay, um, well, talk, talk us through it then.
2: Uh, Shohei Otani again. Yeah, just strikeouts. And that one was so easy. I don't know how that was plus money. That one's uh, quite crazy um and then we had the under in the josiah gray aaron nola oh yes so yeah smooth sailing in both of them honestly i i I love the way that we're handicapping games two and oh and back-to-back days on the lock dog graphics and i'm back on that tiktok grind the last two videos have been three and oh three and oh so kind of on a roll here um fade me probably for the
0: next yeah, few you've, days <laughs> I think you've, you've definitely been the hot hand Noah you were uh, you were top of the leaderboard on Tally site last week as well yeah. I was delighted with that Josiah Gray start because I started him I, I, I backed him the week before um, and didn't get much out of him but uh, went back to the well and he was outstanding last night uh, plus 177 I think I took that at, um, although there was a couple of bigger prices around so um, yeah Jojo Gray certainly a name I'll probably be tipping um, on his next start here on the podcast Mm-hmm. Right, OK, let's fire into these games. Uh, 6.40 Eastern, uh, first pitch. No day baseball tomorrow. It's the Tampa Bay Rays and the Cincinnati Reds, which is Shane McClanahan, the lefty, goes for Tampa Bay. And Luis Castillo goes for Cincinnati. Um, I've got the Tampa Bay Rays at minus 140. Uh, Cincinnati at plus 120. I didn't say a total, but I think you just shouted it out before we came on. Uh, um, we moon after around about eight. Um, so we'll throw this shirt over to you. Give us the total, and then you can handicap uh, McClanahan and Castillo, possibly the uh, pitching matchup of the night.
1: Yeah, I see a total of eight uh, with a little bit of juice towards the under at minus one fifteen. And like you mentioned, Shane McClanahan on the mound for the Tampa Bay Rays, nine and three so far this season with a one point seven four ERA. Over his last five games, he's been really good, three and one with a one point zero six ERA. Only allowed four earned runs in 34 innings pitched over his last five games, and he's been good on the road as well this season. Uh, Two and one with a 1.44 ERA, uh, only allowed five earned runs in about 31 and one third inning pitched on the road against NL Central teams so far this year, guys. Two and zero with a .86 ERA, only allowed two earned runs in 21 innings pitched. So he's done absolutely fantastic. Four of his last five starts, he's allowed um, uh, one run, one earned run exactly in uh four out of the five starts and he hasn't given up more than that over his last five starts so uh what does that just tell you that he's in great form right now is uh shane mclanahan on the other side Luis castillo three and four with 3.09 era a whip of 1.14 his last outing or his last two outings have been phenomenal he had the uh Atlanta braves in his last start seven innings only only allowed one earned run six hits in that span and then against the cubs on the road five um Sorry, six shutout innings, only allowed five hits and eleven strikeouts in that game. So, both of these pitchers are, are seeming to doing are, are seemingly to doing well. Um, Castillo is the one that's kind of getting in trouble at home so far this season, where he is one in one, with a four point one eight ER in a WHIP of one point two nine over the last fourteen days or over the last two weeks, I should say. Tampa Bay Rays number two uh, in WRC plus against left, uh, sorry, against right-handed pitching. Who Luis Castillo is a right-handed pitcher, so I will um, take Shane McClanahan and the Tampa Bay Rays here at minus one thirty, minus one forty, where your prices. I would like McClanahan here; he's doing real well.
0: Okay, so Moonaf goes for the uh, chalky Rays early doors. Noah, what do you think?
2: Um, actually, I'm going to go very, very off the wall here. I kind of like an over in this matchup between these two squads. On um, both. I mean, premier pitchers. The Luis Castillo talks in on the trade block have just taken over this year. Kind of maybe just like last year too. He was another one of those guys that wasn't really dealt at the deadline that they were expecting. But with the total only being at eight, the Reds hit lefties very well, and the Rays hit right uh, right. No, the the Rays hit right-handers very well. um, Getting crossed up there, but uh, both these squads they're they're seeing their uh arm of choice from that side and the rays have been playing very well right now you look at their last six games they're five and one they've won their last three against toronto in that series and then took two of three against boston putting up eight runs on the fifth and then seven runs in that bayo start so um i really like the form of the rays so i'm going to take the rays to win and i wouldn't mind an over in this spot
0: okay well a little bit of early conflict i didn't get too Far into this because it just looked like it obvious. Under the the, the four things you, you're looking at were the two pitchers, uh, both pitchers in great form, um, and two offenses. And as much as the Tampa Bay Rays have been better this week, I'm still not convinced by them. They roll that lineup, but the lineup hasn't changed. And we know a team can get a little bit hotter, but I still don't think that's very sustainable for those names uh, that they're they're rolling out at the minute every day uh, for Tampa Bay and uh, Cincinnati's just a little bit underwhelming for me they've struggled again tonight um, I think they've put up two runs maybe through eight yeah. innings against Pittsburgh um, so yeah it just looked like it, uh, everything I looked at was ticking boxes for the unders uh, so I'll take the under eight uh, on that one yeah, also uh,
2: a, it's, a, oh. it's a nice uh, handicap with the Reds coming off of a double header as well
1: yeah they yeah, have another game enough. tonight as well. And then, you know, uh, just to add on for the next game, against right-handed pitching, Cincinnati Reds are the last two games, uh, sorry, last two weeks against right-handed pitching, uh, number 28 WRC plus.
0: The yeah, Reds. Okay, good. Against yeah, the right Reds. hand, Yeah. Uh, next, 705 Eastern, first pitch, LA Angels, Baltimore Orioles, uh, Michael Lorenzen for the Angels, and Tyler Wells, Goes for Baltimore. Uh Baltimore. Oh, it's a pick of minus one ten, each of two. Uh pay your money and take your choice. Total here uh, is set at nine. Uh Noah, uh, podcast and Michael Lorenzen, uh at the yeah. fun Baltimore Orioles. Good looking game.
2: It is it is a nice little game. And I mean, it's a it's a game that's kind of gonna get overshadowed by the two other pitchers in the Rays Reds game here at the early start times. But um Like you mentioned, he's kind of the darling of the podcast, Michael Lorenzen, but he hasn't been excellent in his last three games he's lost his last three games giving up eight runs and seven runs and then two runs in a three inning start against seattle so not a very good three three start stretch there for our guy but both of these teams are great under teams the angels are 13 and seven in their last 20 the orioles they're 12 and four in their last 16 depending on how malcolm feels about lorenzen today it might be a nice spot for the under um tyler wells will get the ball for the orioles here he's been great this year seven and fourth 309 era 50 strikeouts 17 walks in 75.2 innings pitched he hasn't given up more than four runs on a single start this year and he has a 120 era in his last two starts malcolm if Laurentin can fix his shit i like mm-hmm. this under but i'm still gonna take the orioles on the money line and i think dylan would side with me too because he's kind of been taking the orioles a lot lately yeah
0: well this to me again sometimes you have to dig deep get your shovel out and get right down in there other times something just feels like like the the last game the that Tampa Bay since game I was just ticking boxes for the under this to me I was just ticking boxes for Baltimore uh, pretty much yeah. from the outset so um I'm out on the Angels. They st- they look a little bit broken. They need Shoe O'Torney has to do something miraculous uh, for them to to win a game. Mike Trout's really struggling lately um, since that little scrap that they had last week. He's hit something like a forty-seven WRC plus. Um, so yeah, um, I'm out on the Angels. I'm in on the Orioles. Uh, they've won four in a row. Uh, they've got some fun players. They've got a winning home record. Baltimore twenty-one and seventeen. Uh, the LA Angels. Um, have got a losing away record, seventeen and twenty-two. So, skirt across the surface of this, and it would ticks in all the right places. Uh, Baltimore money line at minus one ten. Moona.
1: Yeah, I agree with you guys. Uh, not not much, much else for me to add here. Um, they've been really good um, against. Uh, I'm sorry, recently have the Orioles and Tyler Wells met? You mentioned it there, uh, Noah. Five and zero in his last five games on uh, one in one point nine three ERA. Uh, He's been absolutely fantastic, and then it's been opposite with Lorenz, and he's been atrocious on the road, 2-4 and with 7.52 ERA. And it's crazy to see that we've been kind of uh, backing Baltimore all throughout this week. They're the hot team right now, and we talked about their run line at home as well. Um, I know it's going to be a little pricey here, but at plus 1.5, minus 165, if you want to go that way, um, they're the best team in all of baseball on the run line. So I agree with you guys here.
2: Malcolm, okay, and And Sano says you look great in those dolphins colors.
0: Um, I'll give you one guess. If you uh, at this top, this uh, it is a soccer jersey. Do you want to have a go, anyone?
2: It would make me look so silly.
0: So, part part enough. Incorrect, I don't blame you for not getting it. It is a Morocco international oh, football top. Obviously, I had
1: three guesses. Morocco was going to be my last one. I you had one wrong. guess, and you got Portugal, it wrong. Mexico,
0: <laughs> Mexico, and then uh, Morocco. So, it yeah. is a Morocco top. I've no idea where they have that. I've got loads of stuff in my life, I don't know where it came from. Uh, like that, um, Chargers, Darren, da- yeah, Darren Sprouls, yeah, yeah, just <laughs> random stuff. Uh, but, so yeah, I don't know where this Morocco top It's quite nice though. Uh, the um. The Lions of the Lions of the Atlas Mountains, Morocco national team. Uh, it's a very <laughs> grand nickname. Um, where are we going? 7 710 Eastern first pitch is the Miami Marlins at the New York Mets. Uh, which is Pablo Lopez and Chris Bassett. Uh, another good-looking pitching matchup here. Um, Miami are plus 135, Road Dogs. Uh, the New York Mets are minus 155. Total set at 7.5. Uh, Lopez. Is five and four with a two ninety seven ERA. He's pitched ninety four innings with ninety three strikeouts. Bassett is six and five with a four zero one ERA, eighty nine and two thirds pitched ninety five strikeouts. Um, Lopez has gone a little bit off the boil here last five games. as a four eighty two ERA, uh, which includes giving up five at St Louis and then um, more interestingly um, five at the New York Mets on the seventeenth of June. Where he's going to trot out tomorrow. Um, Chris Bassett also struggling a little bit. Uh, 4.7 ERA in his last five games. He gave up three earned runs against Miami um, on the 19th of June and gave up three earned runs against Miami on the 25th of June. Um, So the over seven and a half just looks obvious to me. Uh, Three or four runs off each pitcher, Uh, couple out the bullpen, Bosch, easy. Uh, Moonath, what do you think?
2: If they
1: were. (laughs) If it was that easy, right, Malcolm? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think this uh, Chris Bassett is returning from being on the IL. If I'm not mistaken, I think he yeah he's missed, the IL. he hasn't
0: been slow. I think he maybe
1: missed two uh, two turns through. Yeah, I think it was probably just two. Um, but yeah, I mean two and three with the 4.70 ERA. You mentioned the numbers they've these these teams have faced faced each other quite a bit often, obviously because they're both in the same division. But uh, Pablo Lopez is a concern for me because he is 0 and one to see. Or sorry. Uh, one and two over this last five games, the 4.82 ERA, and he got hit up pretty good against this New York Mets team. So we're all kind of waiting for the New York Mets team to kind of break out of their offense here a little bit um, and the bats to break out. It could be this game against Pablo Lopez. Uh, yeah, that 7.5 does seem a little conservative to me. I'll agree with you about the over, um, and I'll lean uh, with the um, Mets money line here. Don't love it at that minus 155 price, but I do agree about the over 7.5
0: uh Noah Lopez v Bassett
2: clean sweep across the board here I kind of I am agreeing with Moonov. don't like the Mets price here but I think they win the game and I like the over seven and a half. I'm not going to echo everything that you guys say but um Miami they're six and one of the last seven games but you look deeper into that record and they've played the Nationals four times and they have a win against the Angels mixed in there so both those teams not been great as of late you look at their record lately against the Mets they're two and six in their last eight games the Mets are 15 and five in their last 20 games at home so just everything pointing in the Mets and the overs way here
0: okay so Mets and overs uh for everybody uh a team right? as Dylan would say uh next up is 7-10 eastern first pitch between the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox game two um of this series uh Nesta Cortez, the lefty, goes for the Yankees. Um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I've got Michael Wacker uh, going for the Boston Red Sox, but I've got no lines at all on this one. Um, I don't know why that would be. I'm, well, in fact, Wacker's still TBD officially, uh, although I think he's going to be the, the pitcher going here. So uh, no lines here. Moonaf, um, do you have any other uh, pitcher for Boston, or do you have any lines for this Yankees-Sox game?
1: I see Connor, uh Seabold possibly... On one of the sites that I'm looking at here, I know he got sent down on Monday um, to the Triple A team for the Red Sox. But um, it seems like you see that, yeah, he's going to be one of these two pitchers. I, I'm not sure which one it is, obviously, because we don't have lines or an official uh, picture yet. But uh, I, I don't see lines either, Malcolm. So I don't know if you just want to skip over this game or, or break down Nestor Cortez.
0: Yeah, I mean, Cortez. What I had written down here was the first five under with Michael Wacker. Um, but without him being confirmed, there's no point in me diving into it. Cortez, um, I just noted was a little bit wobbly recently 468, uh, last five, but he's 282 on the road. Um, he's 280, 232 against AL East opposition. Um, so I fancied Cortez to go well. At the time, I fancied Wacker to go well as well, which uh, led me to that fi- first five-under, but um, I won't um, elaborate too much on that without any concrete information. Uh, Noah, do you want to chip in on this at all, on Nesta Cortez? Uh,
2: just that, I mean, he has struggled as of late, but most of this kid's career so far as a starter has been quite well or quite good. And, um, you know, Insano, down there in the comment section, he's LFG Yanks, so that's
0: right <laughs> go there you go I All will right. say this
1: uh Malcolm I'm sorry uh, against left-handed pitching the Boston Red Sox are number three in WRC plus over the last two weeks so um you know maybe a little bit of an edge there as far as them facing a left-handed pitcher here they're only behind uh Seattle shockingly who's number one uh, against left-handed pitching over the last two weeks and then the Astros and then it's the Red
0: sox yeah, fair enough. Good point. Uh, Captain Insano has been running away with the Gens Fantasy League. He's got a very strong performance. Yes. Um, I'm just hunting him up again. None of this concerns you where you are in the table. But if you get up towards the uh if you look north, you'll see uh, Captain Insano uh, up I there I look north, I see the whole damn league. <laughs> you do see the whole league. You've got a very good view from down there, mate. Uh, you should come oh. and join us. It's fun. So, Malcolm... Uh... My team does have a three-game winning streak in our defence. No
1: one's just doing what I did last year in the baseball league. Is that what it is?
0: Well, you yeah, you, your entry fee was more of a donation moon off last year.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, seems like, it sounds like we're in the same position that, that I was in
2: last year. I'm the rookie. I've given away a couple of games. It's just like, God, God. Like, it, it doesn't typically happen like this. And my team on paper doesn't look too bad. That's what everybody says. But they don't play
0: on it, paper, I, no.
2: Uh.
0: I know. <laughs> uh, no, your, your team's as bad as Moon i but you're trying. That's the difference. Uh, <laughs> right, enough of that. 720 Eastern first pitches, the Washington Nationals at the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Eric Feddy goes for Washington. And uh, Charlie Morton goes for the Braves. Um, I've only just recently seen some lines on this in the last hour or so. I've only got money lines. Uh, Washington. Plus 225, Atlanta minus 275. So a very prohibitive favorite, Munaf. Um, is this straightforward for Atlanta?
1: Yeah, I mean, kind of looking at the numbers here for both of these pitchers, I was trying to see if there was a total posted yet, but I don't see one. But um, let, let's start with Eric Fetty here. He's 5-5 uh, five and five on the season with a 4.29 ERA. He's been pretty good over his last two, uh, five games. He's 2-1 and one with a 3.21 ERA. Uh, 10 earned runs allowed in over 28 innings pitched on the road. Hasn't been too bad either. Three and two with a 3.89 ERA. The area that he is getting in trouble is against division opponents where he is 0 and 3, the 6.04 ERA in that span. And looking at how he's done against the Atlanta Braves in his career, um, <clears throat> excuse me, in nine appearances, winless 0 and 5 with a 9.97 ERA, Malcolm. So he's really right. struggled against the Atlanta Braves he's allowed uh at least four earned runs in the uh, over the last five games in each of those games he hasn't made it he's only made it past the fifth inning uh just twice in those games but again he's given up the runs meanwhile Charlie Morton four and three on the season 4.34 era on the season uh last five games hasn't recorded a decision yet uh but he is uh as the era of 2.20. Only allowed eight run, eight earned runs in about thirty two and two thirds innings pitched. Um, he has um, again his last outing against the Cincinnati Reds. He only gave up one hit and seven shutout innings. Uh, so he's been doing pretty well over his last five games. I know he was a little wobbly there, like Malcolm likes to say. And against in his career uh, against the Nationals as a um, pitcher for the Braves, uh, Charlie Morton is. Let's see here. He's two and zero. Oh with a 2.65 ERA, 20 strikeouts and three appearances. So I, I'm i leaning towards taking the uh, run line, whatever it is available for the Atlanta Braves. I think they're pitching uh, with Charlie Morton's going to be doing well, and their batting has been doing real well against the Cardinals pitching as well. So give me the Atlanta Braves here on the run line.
0: Yeah, I, d- I don't really think there were many alternatives here. I've I've been enjoying taking some big price dogs this week with a little bit of success, but I couldn't take Washington in this spot. Uh, thankfully, Charlie Morton has... Um, stabilised himself over the last five games. Um, if you put a line through... In fact, it's, it's the last four. Um, and it's the if walks. If he can limit those walks... Um, he did walk four, two starts against Philly. Uh, but he keeps those walks down. Um, he's been a different pitcher. And he's played some weaker opposition as well. He's had uh, Cincinnati, the Cubs and Pittsburgh. That's probably what he needed just to um, play himself into a little bit of form. So I think he can do the job tomorrow. But I've got no bet at these... Uh, at these quite short or long prices, depending on your point of view. So I'll give this a swerve, although I agree with you, Munaf. Uh, Noah, Feddy at Morton, any, any angles in? I think we just lost Noah here. Oh, Noah's just time disappeared time. off the screen. Yeah. Uh, that you is could, not. You are try uh, on to the next game
1: or you will go to ad break.
0: Uh, that's a good idea. I will uh, tell the people about some of these lovely sponsors that we have on the MLB gambling podcast. Um, mm-hmm. The odds that we are fetching out here uh, are to be located uh, at the win where the $50 to get $200 promotion um, is still up and running. Uh, a $50 bet will qualify you for 200 bucks in free bets. Uh, you can bet $500 or more on Sports or casino or before July the 31st, you'll be ended to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club which includes a two-night stay at Win Resorts for you and your entire league. I wonder if they, would they ship all my league across from Newcastle, all 12 of us, Uh they want to. There's loads to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com uh, to get started. Offer subject to change, T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older, present in the state, where play playthrough Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And I will also tell you about Sleeper while we're here. Um, the fastest growing plant fantasy platform, um, my league, uh, who we're now going to go and get shipped over to the uh, Encore Beach Club. Uh, we are on Sleeper. Uh, I assume you are as well. But they've added a new overall under game, uh, which is loads of fun to play. Choose your players, choose your sport, choose your props. And then if you select your own stake, you can win anything from two to 20 times that stake uh, by being correct. The chat box is loads of fun. You can copy your friend's picks. You can all get in there together and sweat it out. Um, if you use the code sleeper.com slash SGP uh, Sleeper will match your first deposit with $100. Uh, join our squad and get the 100 deposit, 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP T's and C's apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Okay, no, I was back, and now he's gone again. So we'll just crack on. Uh, we leave the Twins and the Rangers for a little minute. We'll go to uh, an 8-10 first pitch between the Cleveland Guardians and the Kansas City Royals. Aaron Savali goes for Cleveland, and Brady Singer is on the hill for the Royals. I've uh, just been watching the Royals tonight. Um, a little bit unlucky they had they had Houston on the rope for a lot of that game. Uh, Cleveland tomorrow, minus 105, Kansas City... A minus 115 in another close matchup. The total here is set at eight and a half. Um, I didn't realize quite how bad Aaron Savali had been. Uh, <laughs> you kind of look them I in mean, these Cleveland pitchers. they they seem a little bit similar. Cal Quantrill, Zach, please. That Aaron Savali, they kind of they all seem like the same bloke to me. You so said you, if you look at if it's not Shane Bieber, good. It's one of them three. So like that Cleveland into that kind of team, and uh, Aaron so seemed like that kind of pitcher. You have a little look though, um, and it's not very pretty. He's two and five uh, on the season. Has a seven and four ERA. Uh, has pitched forty six innings with forty five strikeouts. Um, Singer is three and three uh, with a four thirty ERA. Has pitched fifty eight and two thirds with fifty eight keys. Um, so Savale five nineteen in his last five. He started five games on the road, uh, has managed 20 innings, and has a 9.9 ERA um, in those 20 road innings. Um, so, yeah, huge, huge alarm bells going off there for Savali for tomorrow. Um, Singer's been not too bad lately. Um, he has a 3.43 home ERA. Uh, casey has scored some runs this week. Uh, MJ Melendez is going well. Uh, if you want some overall under action um, on Sleeper, um, MJ Melendez total bases, I think would be my play tomorrow um, so yeah I think Casey can get this done tomorrow they've been quite feisty they, they've competed well and uh, you can't take Aaron Savali under any circumstances at the minute particularly on the road uh, so I'll take Casey on the money line at minus 115 uh, Munaf uh, Cleveland at Casey
1: I mean you mentioned the numbers for Aaron Savali I'm not going to go through it again because it's really that ugly for him um, he's uh, he's given up the runs. There's there's no better way to put it. Um, Brady Singer has been pretty good. Uh, I mean, better than some of the other pitchers on the Royal staff. I mean, last five games he has a 4.45 ERA. But um, against AL Central opponents, he is uh, 2-0, two and zero. The 2.76 ERA. D- he's struggling a little bit at home as well. With a 4.58 ERA. But they did get their bats going here a little bit against the Astros. Pitching was just so dominant. Um, in the month of June. And, and it was surprising to see that they were getting out to early runs and scoring early. So I think that if you want to play uh, or the way that I would probably play this game is probably take a look at the Royals first uh, five innings money line uh, with Aaron Savali out there. Again, the Royals getting back at home and hopefully they can carry that momentum or those, the early uh, runs that they were able to score against the Astros pitching into this series against the Guardians. So I'll go with the Royals uh, first five inning money line here um, in this game. Malcolm.
0: Okay, so Munaf likes KC but earlier run. and uh, Noah's back, uh, Cleveland at Casey.
2: Yeah, I disappear with my Wi Fi issues for a minute and a half. And we have Malcolm commenting in the YouTube channel saying that he's an <laughs> excellent judge and incredibly good looking. Um, me. Uh, I'm on Atlanta for that one game that we did. And, um, did we do the sleeper ad too, or is that coming up? Yeah, yeah, yeah we've, we've done, done Yeah, we did yeah, the that, sleeper that. ad. So I'm also on Tyler Wells' strikeouts for sleeper because you look at Wells' r- uh, resume here, he hasn't had too many strikeouts. In a lot of these games, he goes like four or five, six innings um, and doesn't give up many hits. And he's not, he's a more of a pitch to contact type guy. But you look at this Angels lineup and they're very prone to striking out. They're a team that I've been fading quite a bit. We took uh, Alcantara against them and uh, strikeout props. And we're going to do the same thing for Wells when it comes out because I really like him to get at least four strikeouts. I like a, if a prop opens at three and a half, four, four and a half, I'm going to take the over on him there. Um, uh, eight and o- then for oh, Kansas point. City for the Kansas City Guardians. I forgot about that. Uh, I'm gonna go with Kansas City. I I'm just gonna straight up fade Savali so here. Go ahead, Malcolm.
0: Yeah, that seems that seems the prudent play there, Noah. Uh 805 Eastern first pitch is the Minnesota Twins at the Texas Rangers. Uh Sonny Gray for the Minnesota Twins. John Gray for the Texas Rangers. Uh, we have lines for this one of Let's uh, see if I can find them. It's the battle of the grays, certainly. Is uh, lines have gone down. I should have gone up. I got it. You need it. The lines have gone great. I know I've got them Minnesota minus 115, Texas minus 105. Total set at eight. Um, Sonny Gray, John Gray, which Gray? Uh, Noah, um, both. We're gonna go on under here. Uh, Okay. I, I think both of these guys are
2: flying under the radar this year. And with the same last name, both of these guys, Vandy, the Vandy kid, Sonny Gray, he's 4-1 and one with a 247 ERA, 54 strikeouts, 14 walks, and 54.2 innings. And John Gray from Oklahoma, 4-4 uh, four and four with a 396 ERA, 83 strikeouts, 26 walks, and 77 innings picked. Uh John has a 215 ERA. In his last five starts, and Sonny has a 228 ERA. In his last six starts, Sonny has been better on the road this year, and John has been great at home. Um, he's had three starts at home, he's had 11 road starts. Um, in those three starts at home, he's had a 360 ERA, averaging eight strikeouts a game. I love this under, and I'll pick Texas to win.
0: Okay. Uh, Mudas.
1: Yeah, I agree with what Noah's saying here. The, both of these pitchers have been doing real well for their respective teams uh, over the last five games. And uh, John Gray at home has been uh, great as well 2 uh, 0 with a 3.44 ERA. Uh, it's crazy to think of this is only his either sec- uh, third or fourth start at home so far this season. So um, hopefully he can carry some of that momentum that he ha- uh, has built up on the road over his last <clears throat> four of his last five starts, which have been on the road, uh, into. Uh, the the and on their home field. I'm sorry uh, for lack of a better words. So I agree about the over here. Um, and then we talked about how Minnesota has been one of the better teams towards the under uh, as well. So let let's go with uh, the under as well. Globe Life Park. Yeah. Or field, mm-hmm. one of the two. Or Minute Maid Park, part two, because it kind of looks no. like the same thing as Houston. No,
2: that that juice box is one of the smallest. In Arlington's big. Globe life's big. The juice box is one of the smallest perks in the league. Juice box is awesome. No, I'm not goals. saying it's not awesome. I like the Crawford boxes and the train. I'm just saying that it's much smaller than Globe. That train guy, I will tell you this, that train guy up there probably has the best
1: view of, like, all the views in, like, all the major league ballparks. Would
2: you take, would you take the train conductor or Bernie's slide? I got to go with the train, man. That train is pretty epic. It's cool. We finished you two? We alright?
1: <laughs> we're just throwing some additional content out there. God, just because you're on the other side of the world, we're giving our listeners you know some of the views that we like.
2: What's what's the biggest gimmick in a in a soccer
0: stadium over there in England? We don't we don't have gimmicks. We have um Yeah, you some, do. We we have we have supporters and fans who create atmosphere and stuff like that. The, so we the do whole with, all 14 major leagues over there in soccer is a big gimmick. We do it organically, Noah, is what we do. Um <laughs> Right, this, I handicapped this game. This was my third really simple handicap of the night. Uh, I've got Sonny Gray as a better pitcher than John Gray. I've got the Minnesota Twins as a better team than the Texas Rangers. Um, I think, I feel like Minnesota will be a little bit in lucky in spots as well this week. I quite like what they're doing. So Minnesota uh, at minus 115 uh, for me. Next uh, is the. 8-10 Eastern, first pitch between the Detroit Tigers and the Chicago White Sox. Tarek Skubal, lefty, goes for Detroit. Lucas Giolito goes for the Chicago White Sox. And the odds are Detroit are one, plus one 135, uh, Chicago minus 155. Toria totally set at seven and a half. And Munaf, you can lead us off with this.
1: Yeah, let's start here with Tark Skubal, um, five and seven on the season, 4.06 ERA so far over his last five games, winless and five with a 9.00 ERA 23 innings pitched 23 earned runs allowed in that span, um, on the road so far this year, he's been better two and three with a uh, 3.80 ERA, but against the Chicago white Sox this season, uh, he's gone four innings and he gave up four earned runs in that span, uh, to the white Sox there. Um, Trying to see how he's done over his career against the White Sox. Two and two. Yeah, two and two with a 6.95 ERA and five appearances. He's allowed at least four earned runs in every single one of those. um, Sorry, in four out of the five. um, Sorry, four out of the five appearances against the Chicago White Sox. Meanwhile, Lucas Giolito, uh, five and four on the season, 4.90. He's also struggled um, over his last five games. One and two with a 7.33 ERA, 27 innings pitched. He's allowed 22 earned runs in that span. Only one short appearance against the Detroit Tigers this season, where he did go four innings, only allowed one hit in that game at home so far this year. He's two and two with a 4.97 ERA um, uh, on their home field, and against the against the Detroit Tigers in his career, Lucas Giolito is five and five of the 4.36 ERA. He's also prone to giving up runs to the Detroit uh, Tigers, but uh, you know, I, I went back and kind of looked that the uh, Chicago White Sox just have a lot of success against um, the Detroit Tigers. and I think that uh, Noah can attest to this as well. Uh, I think since, I think I I went back and looked at since 2019, um, the White Sox have a, I think it's a 71% winning percentage against the uh, Detroit Tigers. So I think that, with these two pitchers, I, I kind of want to look at the over. I also do side with the Chicago White Sox because, again, left-handed pitcher on the mound for the Detroit Tigers. We know what the Chicago White Sox can do against left-handed pitching. I'll go with Lucas uh, Giolito, and I also do like the over for this game as well. Possibly, since I do like those, you may want to look at a um, a team total for the uh, Chicago White Sox.
0: Uh, Noah, any uh, faith in your Tigers tomorrow? No, a.k.a. what Malcolm or
2: what <laughs> Munoff said. Uh, we are their female dog. Um, they own historically left-handed pitching. They've done very well against Derek Skubel in his career against the White Sox. Um, the Tigers do hit Giolito pretty well, though. Um, but <clears throat> either way, I, I really like the White Sox in this spot against the Tigers here. Um There's something wrong with Scooble and there's something wrong with the entire starting pitching staff for the Detroit Tigers. Um, I've been watching him over the last few games, along with my dad's observation as well and two sets of eyes. And I'm sure it's not just us two. There's, Something up with Scooble because he's lost velocity on that fastball. The slider's not as good as it once was earlier this year, um, and in his last five, five starts, it has shown he's completely declined. He's given up like Moonoff said, twenty-three runs in twenty-three innings, not been good. And then you're going into uh, the den that kills left-handed pitching. So I'm on the White Sox here.
0: Um, yeah, this just screamed over to me. Uh, I think. We you don't have to go through Scoville anymore. it um, has been slightly wobbly, but I do think I don't think Tony has done Little any favors at all. He, he, te- he tends to leave, leave him in one batter too many. Um, you get the Gielitto, he gets to seventy pitches, um, and, he, and he needs pulling out, and he leave him in one too, one too many. So uh, I think that'll help us out tomorrow as well. Detroit run a little bit of a roll; they've won four games in a row. Um, yeah. So yeah, they needed a little spark as well. So was- they can. It well, was our
2: best it was our best series in the last five years against the Guardians slash Indians when they were the Indians. Um our first sweep against them, I think, since twenty seventeen. And it was four. Yeah, games, the,
0: so. the the Tigers um Twitter admin was flexing as well. Obviously he was <laughs> he's been short short of things to do for the last couple of months. So the last couple getting, of years. <laughs> yeah. He was getting his money's worth while he had the yeah. chance. Um, Dylan's so, yeah, on the white box here too in the chat. The um they put yeah they put up eight runs last night so I think Detroit can score a few uh, of Giolito and uh, the White House can score a few more so I did see a seven uh, earlier on, which was way too low. Both of these guys
2: uh, are like good pitch- like good names that a lot of people know. Yeah yeah absolutely. And that's why I think there should be some value on this over.
0: Yeah it's a little bit of name recognition which we talk about sometimes so yeah um I'm I'm happy with the seven and a half as well even though I saw the seven so yeah minus one fifteen on that one. Uh, for me. 8-10 Eastern first pictures the Pittsburgh Pirates at the Milwaukee Brewers, which is JT Brewbaker uh for Pittsburgh and it is Aaron Ashby's back, uh, the lefty uh, for the Brewers. Um Brewbaker was only recently confirmed as the starter there, so I'll see if I can find yeah. some lines on that one.
2: Yeah, Pushed back um, I, I I don't know why that was, but they moved them
0: back. Yeah, I've got some money lines only. I don't have a tool. But Pittsburgh at plus 175. Uh, Milwaukee are short. Minus 213. Uh, we've had your Tigers. Um, Noah, what about your Pirates?
2: Um, still <laughs> a little bit shaky on both of the teams here today. Um, but if you are a Pirates fan or maybe just look in the back of the underdog here, ashby off of the il his first start was at pittsburgh uh he only went 4.2 innings pitched he gave up four runs two tanks uh he had six strikeouts though and he cashed my over strikeouts that day but uh these two teams (laughs) they just played each other this weekend (laughs) I'm, i'm joking over here i don't know why what's going on um they just played each other this weekend and the over cashed in three of the four games plus the Pirates, they're in a terrible travel spot here. They just got murdered by the Yankees in Pittsburgh, 16-0, to 0, or whatever that ended up finishing. Um, did you see the one highlight of uh, John Carlos Stanton's home run and the broadcast just didn't even call it? Yeah. <laughs> no I <missed> <laughs> <laughs> just hilarious. So, um, yeah, and then – so they do they do that wednesday night and then on thursday they travel to cincinnati for a double header and then for friday now they head out to milwaukee for a series just an awful travel yeah just an awful travel spot so i'm on i'm on the brewers by principle here maybe even take the run line um Pittsburgh, JT Brubaker, I, I took him in his last start, or two starts ago, um, and he cashed that is his first win of the season. Uh, I backed him there. But he has a 428 ERA on the season, 82 strikeouts, 33 walks, 82 innings pitched. And for Milwaukee, Aaron Ashby, his second start off the IL, 1-6 with a 460 ERA, 73 strikeouts, 27 walks, and 58.2 innings pitched. Maybe I and Ashby strikeout prop, I don't love it since he just – face this team and they know what should be coming here but uh i like the brewers in almost every which way money line run line and i like the over here how about you guys uh
0: moon um, what do you what do you think of this Aaron ashby start
1: yeah i i can't get behind any or i certainly can't get behind the the pirates here just because the travel situation like noah just mentioned right going playing at home having a double header uh, in Cincinnati today and then now having to travel after this game into Milwaukee. So um, uh, Brewbreaker has been better over his last five games compared to where he started during the regular season. But uh, again, it's just a brutal spot for uh, the the Pirates here. And I think that Aaron Ashby, um, he's, been, he's had, I think, two starts at home. Uh, he's appeared in four games at home. He has 13 one-third innings, allowed for earned runs in that span. Um, I'd, I'd probably go uh, Milwaukee or no bet for me in this game, guys.
0: Um, I'm trying not to let you two boys talk me out of the pirates here, and you're doing it, but solely on this travel spot, because um, I've got Pittsburgh written down um, at plus 175, but um, I haven't factored in this little travel thing, so it's whether or not I'll let you two uh, talk me out of it, because if you do, they'll definitely win. Um Ashby's a real head scratcher for me he's probably my most drafted player in all my in my fantasy leagues and he's been okay but he will just get blown up from time to time um I'm still not convinced by the Brewers at all I know they've got a day off today um but they lost to the Cubs last night um again I've talked about them six or seven times over the last two weeks about how they just don't look like scoring very many runs and um Um, I'm not letting you two talk me out of it I'm going to stick to my guns because I'll kick myself otherwise yeah so give me Pittsburgh who remain competitive Uh, Brewbeak will already be out there and he can go well enough Ashby could get blown up I do like the over um, but maybe Pittsburgh could get that done for me Um, I refuse to uh, to cow down uh, to you two with your I I just wanted to uh, add they
2: remain competitive
0: Malcolm yeah yeah they've won again tonight is that not competitive They've they won
2: already today. They lost sixteen to zero against the team that's winning in their division too. Yeah, but they beat them five to two as well. So one cancels one. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And a lovely
2: so. Yeah,
1: if the rare occasions on. I'll agree with Malcolm here. But uh, one more note I did want to throw out there: uh, Milwaukee, uh, the total after a loss, they are twenty-two, eleven, and three to the over. So I think you're so. Uh, uh, I think you're right there with that over. Uh, call there, Malcolm. Sixty-six point seven percent towards the over after a loss.
0: Yeah, so we can have a saver on the over, and then we can uh, have three quarters of a point on Pittsburgh. And either way, we we'll finish fifty I'm cents the over. I like that. We we'll finish fifty pence up. Can't go wrong. Uh The SGP and merch store has relaunched. So you can go and spend your fifty pence there. You get all sorts, um, loads of awesome new gear. Um, if you go to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com, Um That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. There are some MLB Gambling Podcast uh, hoodies and things over there, which you look very uh, smart in, I am sure. Um, We've got a new sponsor as well on the MLB Gambling Podcast, which is Dave. Uh, Dave, a company who will help you out uh, with that little bit of extra cash that you might need, uh, whether it's to fill the car up with a little bit of fuel, um, to buy presents, to pay a few bills, just to get you through to the end of the month, Dave is a banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly. Um, that's more money, um, like I say, just to get you out of that little scrapes um, that life sometimes throws at you. There's no interest, no credit check needed. Um, it will enable you to tackle those expenses without stressing you out. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a help in hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, and that is a member of the FDIC. Next, I have got the wrong page because I just went to check that the Brewers weren't playing uh, today and they're not. Uh, 8.15 Eastern first pitch. The Philadelphia Phillies at the St. Louis Cardinals. Is Zach Wheeler uh, for the Phillies and Adam Wainwright goes for the cards? A uh, tight looking matchup, this one. Um, lines are. It's a pick 'em, yeah. Uh, I was right. Minus 110 each of two. Uh, total set at seven and a half. Um, Gibson four and three. Uh, 491. Oh, hang on. Wheeler. Gibson, Wheeler. I've got Gibson. Yeah. When's that changed? I've got. I was, I am I looking one. at
1: today? I have Wheeler. You're probably, no. I have Wheeler for
2: tomorrow. Or for Friday. Friday, yeah. I have Wheeler versus Falter on Friday.
0: Friday, July the 8th, I have got Wheeler against Wainwright. So no Falter either.
1: Yeah, I have Wainwright as well. I have Wheeler okay. versus Wainwright. Alright. So it's it's
2: somewhere it's Wainwright or
1: Falter. <laughs> so we've got Uh-oh. four pitches between us. <laughs> it's awesome uh, Walter's the pitcher are there lines isn't
2: he
0: are there lines no it's Gibson
2: on the Cardinals (laughs) it's it's
0: Gibson Gibson and Wheeler against Wainwright and Falter is what Uh, we've established right okay at this point at this point I'm out let me tell you where I (laughs) am i want got nothing I can't uh, handicap four pitches. Is uh, anyone
1: fancy seeing stuff? Uh, so I'll go with Zach Wheeler here because I think that is the pitcher for the Phillies I think tomorrow. It is too. Um, yeah. So Zach Wheeler, seven and four on the season, 2.66 ERA. Last five games, he's been absolutely fantastic. Three and one with a 1.76 ERA. He's only allowed six earned runs in about 30 and two-thirds innings pitched against um, NL East, uh, a Sorry, he's not facing the NL East. He's going to be against the Cardinals. But against his, uh, against the Cardinals in his career, Zach Wheeler is two and two with a three point two six ERA, twenty seven strikeouts and five appearances. Um, he he's been uh, he's been good uh, against the Phillies. At, sorry, guess against, against the Cardinals. I'm sorry, as a pitcher for the Phillies uh, in two starts as a member of the Phillies, he is two and zero with a zero six zero era 14 strikeouts in those two games so uh zach wheeler looks good i don't know i'm sure if you want me to handicap wainwright or not but um zach wheeler has he's in good form he has good history against the cardinals for what it's worth
0: yeah i've just had a little look around and i've got um wheeler going now as well uh don't, was it gibson gibson going the night the messenger, the after.
2: but i just took a picture of my computer screen this is mlb.com's Pitching projections. It literally has Falter projected for the Cardinals and he's on the Phillies. <laughs> that's what I just said to you. I know. And he, that's the
0: picture right there. If you could see that, it's. Where's that from? I'm looking at it now and I've got Wayne Levy Wainwright going for the Cardinals. I saw Falter. Mlb.com. Where did I see Falter? I've definitely seen that name today. He's pitching for the Phillies
2: today
1: on on Thursday afternoon, guys. If you have for YouTube, that's what I see there. There (laughs) Oh, he is actually, yeah. Right, okay. Uh, Oh, yeah, they got it wrong Uh, there.
0: It's It's nice to work out these kinks live when everyone's watching. This is uh, award-winning stuff. Award-winning stuff, boys. Um, Adam Wainwright, on the other hand, uh, 6-6, 326 ERA. Ninety six and two thirds, eighty-one strikeouts. Um do I add up over seven and a half written down because um this was two bang average pitchers against two decent offences. Uh it's now one bang average pitcher and a little bit better one in Wheeler. Um so yeah, I'm, I haven't handicapped that closely enough to uh, give that out as a uh, as an official play. So I'll swerve that moon after do you have a do you have a play on that game?
1: uh i would probably lean with the phillies here in this game uh it seems like their bats have turned it around at at a minus 105 price for zach wheeler who's in great form Uh, i think i'll take that on the money line at this point
0: Uh,
2: i wouldn't blame you if you wanted to dabble with a schwarber home run prop at this point because he's doing it twice every game lately so
0: yeah um, that was my luck as well, it was over seven and a half. I'm going to have to frantically uh, search around for another luck before we get to the end of the show. Uh, 940 Eastern first pitches, the Colorado Rockies and the Arizona Diamondbacks, which is Chad Q uh, going for Colorado and Zach Gallen goes for Arizona, hopefully. Um, <laughs> the Colorado Rockies are minus 130, Arizona are. Sorry, Colorado plus 130, Arizona minus 150. Total here is set at eight, uh, and we can send this one across to Munaf.
1: Yeah, Chad cool. five and five on the season so far, 3.83 ERA. Last five games, not very good for him. He's only one and three with a 5.08 ERA, uh, 16 earned runs allowed and 28 in a third inning pitch. Um, Against the Arizona Diamondbacks this season, he's pitched 11 innings. And allowed six earned runs in that span, and and those uh, five of those six runs came in the last start actually on July third uh, on their home field, where he like I said allowed five earned runs in about five innings. So I'm not sure how much we can really take away with the Arizona Diamondbacks batting in Coors Field because again that we talk about how that is a hitter's uh, hitter's park. Uh, Zach Gallin on the other side four and two on the season so far, three point four zero ERA. Last five games, um, not very good for him. He's 0-1 with a 5.61 ERA, 25 and two-thirds innings pitch. He's allowed 16 earned runs in that span. Uh, Last two starts, um, he's given up nine earned runs combined in 11 innings against the uh, Colorado Rockies in Colorado. Not sure how much you want to take away from that. And then against uh, against the Padres where he gave up six earned runs in just five innings. So, um, but he has pretty good success against this Colorado Rockies team uh, in two starts so far this season. He's 1-0 with a 2.80 ERA, um, three earned runs allowed in 13 innings pitch, and in his career against the Colorado Rockies, um, Zach Gallen 3-1 and with a 2.38 ERA, uh, 61 strikeouts in nine appearances. So the history is good. Uh, I like Zach Gallon here. I think that the Diamondbacks' uh, bats can – pick up some steam here or get it going here against the Rockies pitching. We know their bullpen is not very good either. So I'll take Zach gallon at home here on the money line.
0: Yeah. I really wanted to take, um, the Diamondbacks as well, After we're about 15 points too short for me. Yeah. Uh, maybe minus 135, I would have a little be, uh, been happier with. Um, I'm going to give out the over then. Um, I'm going to pivot to the over as my official play for many of the reasons you've just given out. But yeah, I do think Arizona will win. If you shop around, you can find a minus 140 maybe. Um, otherwise, the over eight looks like a fair play to me. Uh, Noah, not confident in the play because uh, both the, the
2: money line on the Diamondbacks, like we've mentioned already, is too juicy. But actually, my lean was on the under here because the under is 26-16 and 16 inside Chase Field um, at home for Arizona. And the Rockies' bats on the road, we've just kind of been saying it all year, just fade them on the road. Um, but again, I'm not too confident, and it probably won't even play it tomorrow. So, um, yeah, that's that's my take on this game.
0: Nine forty Eastern first pitches, the Houston Astros at the Oakland Athletics. Jose Akidi draws the start for Houston and I believe uh you can correct me. Um it's Paul Blackburn uh, going for yes. the Oakland Athletics. What? Yeah? Yeah yes, you're right. Okay, I have no lines for this one. Uh so if either of you you can shout up here. Uh but Akidi at Blackburn, uh, and we'll go over to you, Noah, you can lead us off with this one.
2: Yeah, I got no odds in front of me for this one either Um, Houston, they're eight and one in their last nine. The over is hitting five of their last six. And for Oakland, they're three and seven in the last 10. Um, I think it's safe to say that or is probably like Houston's fifth best starter. Um, but uh, I, he's been great as of late. Um, he has only surrendered one run in each of his last three starts. And on the season, he's 7-3 and three with a 415 ERA, 63 strikeouts, 19 walks, and 80.1 innings pitched. And then for Oakland, uh, Paul Blackburn, he's 6-3 and three with a 290 ERA, 67 strikeouts, 22 walks, and 87 innings pitched. He has struggled as of late, but get this. When Houston plays on the road, their unders are 27, 13, and three. In the Coliseum, it's a big park. Give me the under and look for Oakland to cover this run line. But I still think that Houston wins. Um, Malcolm, I, I I saw Paul Blackburn on the on the waiver market. I scooped him up right
0: away. I'm like, did not you? A bad pick-up. you? Yeah, not a bad pick. Well, I, I streamed him last week, but I had to steal some strikeouts on Sunday night. Um <laughs> so just I took to nick him a... from you. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, dropped perfect. him in and I, I, I maybe started Brady Singer or someone rubbish. Um, got the point, but I did I was just leaving Paul Blackbeard out there for another day or two until I was allowed to pick him back up again. Uh, okay, well done. Uh, well <laughs> done you crafty. Thank you. Uh, might get get you up from twelfth I,
2: I actually... Might get
0: you up from twelfth place yeah go ahead yeah. no i'm in
2: 11th i'm in 11th and i'm actually not too far out of the playoffs okay i'm only like eight games out of the playoffs now but um that wasn't my only attack that i put on the waiver wire this year, this week I, I grabbed uh jorge soler and adam duvall too some people have been dropping these guys that have been struggling as of late and i'm just taking them because they've had good success lately so
0: yeah why not well, mate get yourself involved uh Munaf, yeah. your Houston Astros and uh, and our our guy, Paul Blackburn.
1: Yeah, we've talked about Paul Blackburn a lot on this podcast this season. And and anytime I see Paul Blackburn on the road, that's where I want to back him. But at home, he hasn't been very good so far this season. Uh, he's 1-3 in with a 5.87 ERA. He did face the Astros earlier this season where he went six and two-thirds of an inning and uh, gave up four earned runs to them. Hopefully, we see a full lineup for the Astros tomorrow because I know they've had guys in and out of the lineup for the last two days. We discussed that offline, um, um, th- maybe because they were in a travel spot and and getting some guys some rest here. But uh, Jose Arcady hasn't been that good on the road either. Four and two with a five point five two ERA, um, twenty eight uh, earned runs allowed on the road. Um, he hasn't done good against AL East, uh, sorry AL West teams either. Three and three with a five point one five ERA. Uh and 21 earned runs allowed. So what's kind of pointing me here is the over in this game. I'm gonna fade both pitchers uh with Blackburn at home here. So I'll take the over with the Astros and A's. That number's not out yet, but I'm assuming probably be around uh I wouldn't be surprised if it's that eight and a half or nine in this game.
2: I like Moon handicap way more than mine. I like the over now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well i think the exact opposite. Uh okay. Well you like just cause cause that
2: I- was my gut. That was my gut. Was
0: yeah. There, so um Lane is in the chat. Uh, mentioned is um, this... he likes Auckland first five or Auckland um, getting half a run. And I mean, is I watched... Lane
2: Elliott sort of just like the biggest NASCAR name you've ever heard of? Like, wasn't there a Chase Elliott in NASCAR and then Lane? That's kind of like the cars that they they drive in their lane or whatever. I'm not a huge NASCAR guy, but it seems like a huge NASCAR name.
0: You no, know, NASCAR hasn't hasn't made it onto my radar yet.
2: Uh, <laughs> Are you a big um, F one guy with that whole Netflix? Absolutely
0: not. No, I haven't got no. time for, for another Absol- vice. Um,
2: absolutely I thought he was gonna say yes until he said absolutely
0: not. <laughs> yeah, no more room for any vices on, on the roster at the moment. Um but I agree with Lane here that, Um Oakland last night they went down two to one. Uh, we talked about Toronto not being able to cover a run line in Oakland doing that. Um, this is I think this is going back. I've been watching this closely going back since I, I locked them up and they lost um, late on to Seattle. And that was Saturday night. And then pretty much every night, uh, following the same pattern, which is no scoring, getting ahead, losing by one. But again, like Pittsburgh, remaining competitive. Um, three of these last four games, um, I've written down first five unders here. Um which it just, it's just the way it's fallen. So uh, you get used to this pattern for the next uh, five or six minutes here on the show. Uh, but yeah, I'm in complete agreement with Lane here. I think Auckland can keep this competitive. I love Blackburn. I think the home road thing is more coincidence than anything else. Uh, you will go well. Auckland can't score many runs, um, and this is going to be a first five.
2: Luna um, seems like he wants to rebuttal here. Paul, I'll just say this. Paul Blackburn
1: and his career against the Astros, 0-3 with a 10.80 ERA, eight strikeouts and five appearances. Uh, and this dates back to 2018. But over the last, uh, last season, including this season, he's given up 11 earned runs in just 13 and two-thirds innings pitched to the Astros.
2: So Lane says just call him the official NASCAR driver for the MLB Gambling Podcast. (laughs) Shout out out to the NASCAR. With his helmet on, (coughs) tapping away on his keyboard. (laughs) Yeah, Um, shout out to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, though. I believe Cody Zeeb has hit like two monster plays in the last two weeks. He had a 25 to 1 and a 31. But uh, uh, since we're off topic, um, Malcolm, Wimbledon, do you have any opinion on Curious being in the final?
0: I, t- tennis is sport for people that don't like sport it just <laughs> oh don't, come on it, it does nothing for me at all it's just is a theater crazy, crowd
2: i honestly like i was great at tennis i didn't start playing until my freshman year but i used that baseball swing i had <laughs> I a lot of tennis. <laughs> I, I i easily could have played college tennis at a higher level than baseball but i like baseball more
0: no it's it's annoying me to death because it's all over the TV at the moment all my usual uh, all my usual uh, chick programs are not on because the tennis has been on so uh, it's annoying me on many fronts at the moment the tennis just uh, but picture no, Tommy for me Pham
2: in the Wimbledon final that's what you have in Curios, and Nadal had to back out due to injury that's basically what happened
0: Oh, fair enough. I'll not be watching it, whatever. Nine forty first pitch between the San Francisco Giants and the San Diego Padres. Um, We have a TBD pitcher here. I've got nothing for the San Francisco Giants. I've just had a little look there uh, while we were talking. I've still got nothing. Uh, And Blake Snell is going for the Padres. Um, Just Stick a hand up if you've got a Giants uh, pitcher. Either of you two. um, I can... Talk you through Blake Snell, uh 5 for the five thirteen the RA's pitch forty in the third with fifty strikeouts. Um he was better last time at the Dodgers. Um but i need to see it again. Um he's had eight starts now and it feels like he's they're giving him forever to get back into a groove and it's just not happening. So um I need to see more than one start. So in a way, I'm kind of relieved I don't have to make a pick on this because it's true it, I was finding it really hard to know what to do with Snell. Um, I've got nothing at all for the Giants. I've used two or four different sides, so uh, nothing for me at all here. Uh, Moonaf, can you shed any light on this one? Yes, yeah, he Sam Long slated for the... Um... Oh, that, he That'll be an opener. Sam Long closed the game for the Giants last night, I think. Yeah, uh, I think they might be able uh, to got this.
2: into some trouble. He threw like
0: Camilo Deval through yeah. about 38 pitches and Sam long came in only got one out. So if he goes, that'll be a, that'll be an opener. I would have thought, uh, I don't yeah. know who'll piggyback him there. So uh, I'll take yeah.
2: A, I'll take a yeah, stab um, at who could come up here. RJ uh, Dabovich. He's been a guy that they uh, talk about um, in the triple A scene. He's, doing all right. So maybe he's a prospect that they bring up
0: here. Yeah. So none of that's going to uh, lead me to making a pick here. Uh, Any, any plays, Munafor, no head shakes.
2: I don't have anything.
0: Okay. We will crack on. A
2: a Padres team total against this TBD pitcher. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Padres has been going along. Okay. Uh, 10, 10 Eastern first pitch penultimate game is the Chicago Cubs at the LA Dodgers. Uh, Keegan Thompson, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yes, for the Chicago Cubs. And um, Tyler Anderson uh, goes for the LA Dodgers. Uh, the Lions are plus 185 for Chicago. And uh, prohibitive, minus 215. LA Dodgers, total set at eight and a half. Uh, this is you, Moonaf. This is quite an intriguing little matchup. Keegan Thompson's been going okay.
1: Yeah, he's seven and three on the season, three point four one ERA over his last five games. One and two with a three point nine one ERA uh, on the road this series, where he's gotten in a little bit of trouble here. Malcolm, uh, three and two with a five point four zero ERA. Uh, he's allowed fifteen earned runs in about twenty five innings pitch on the road, but against NL West teams, he's he's done pretty good. Two and zero with a two point seven seven ERA, uh, only allowed four earned runs in that span. Uh, meanwhile, on the mound for the uh, the Dodgers. Tyler Anderson, 9-1 and one with a 3.09 ERA. Last five games, 2-1, and one, but the ERA is a little higher with a 4.08. Uh, allowed 13 earned runs in about 29 innings pitch. He did face this uh, Chicago Cubs team earlier this season uh, where he did uh, give up two earned runs in about five innings there. So pretty good history there against the Cubs. Um, I, you know, kind of looking at the numbers here for both of these pitchers, I'm leaning towards the under in this game um keegan thomas did see this dodgers lineup as well earlier this season he only went two and two thirds i'm guessing that was out of the bullpen where he only allowed one earned run off of one hit so uh i'll lean with the under was it eight and a half in this game uh malcolm with these two pitchers on the mound
0: yeah that's right eight and a half um yeah well i'll um put my two penneth in here because it's another one of these first five unders uh I like Thompson He's been going along okay. Just looking at the pattern of some of the Dodgers games again, they struggled to get past. Um, was it the Rockies last night, two to one? Yeah. Um, so yeah, just seeing a, a similar pattern here. Thompson's has um, been the serviceable. Brewers. Was it? The, no, the Cubs. No, the, the-, the Cubs beat the Brewers. The Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah, Dodgers oh, yeah, had a walk-off You're right. Yeah, is, Yeah, not, yeah Rock, a, a little grubby, yeah. a little grubby infield walk-off. Um, so <laughs> see nice it,
2: infield chopper.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I can see a similar thing here, and I can see this uh, going first five under. So um, I will continue picking those uh, Noah Cubs at the Dodgers.
2: It's a first five play, but it's not the under. I kind of like the cubs in the first five um and june tyler anderson kind of struggled it was his by far worst month he had a 381 era and uh cubs with say suzuki i'm gonna keep saying it they seem to be alive Mm -hmm. like they're showing signs of life so i'm gonna take them the first five and wait for their bullpen to blow it and give the dodgers a win
0: (laughs) yeah you're right they are showing signs of life uh was probably my worst pick. I, I listened to our preseason podcast in the car yesterday. Um, really? I wrote a load of stuff down. Actually, we can discuss it off air because it's up for you now. But uh, yeah, the Chicago Cubs to win the division wasn't my proudest uh, 45 seconds of preseason. Uh, kinda, I kind of liked that preseason too. Okay, you guys well, are crazy. Uh, you live in there, oh Mr. Hindsight over there, shuttle. Yeah, 10-10 uh, yeah. Eastern first pitch. This the Toronto Blue Jays yours, Rudolph. I've got them down. If you want me to read them out, they're absolutely terrible. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays <laughs> at the Seattle Mariners.
2: Hey, Malcolm, who would you pick to win that division?
0: He picked the Cubs. No, no, no. Who would he pick to win the? Oh, ALS? I think
2: I picked the Cardinals, didn't I? <clears throat> no, the AL Not East. Who would he pick to win
0: the AL East? So the Yankees.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Seems like it was Ooh. a good call. Hindsight. Hindsight. Scott Bright. <laughs> I've just said, this isn't a conversation for now. Pack it in. Uh, Ross Stripling to the Toronto Blue Jays. (laughs) I pointed with my pen then. Pointing at you. Uh, George Kirby goes for Seattle. Um, These pictures only just were recently announced. I've got no lines at all here. Um, I'll chuck this across to you. Uh, No, if you've got any lines, you can give us them and then you can give us your handicap, please.
2: Uh, so these teams, they're both trend- trending in like opposite ways. Seattle, they're eight and one in their last nine games. And Toronto, they're one and five in their last six, with the over being thirteen and five in their last 18- eighteen games. So that's really their pitching is giving up a ton of runs. Um, Toronto, they're gonna have Ross Stripling starting here. He's four and three on the year with a three thirty two ERA, forty nine strikeouts, thirteen walks, and sixty two innings pitched. <clears throat> Since becoming a starter on June sixth, Stripling has a 2.26 ERA with Gosman being out. Ross has kind of been the Jays' most consistent, reliable starter. And going for Seattle here is George Kirby, not confirmed, but we think that both these guys are getting the ball here today. He's two and three with a 3.75 ERA, 58 strikeouts, eight walks, 60 innings pitched this year. After giving stomped by baltimore giving up seven runs kirby had a nice bounce back in his last outing but it was against oakland he gave up one run in seven innings on three hits i like seattle to win this game and uh, probably another under game honestly
0: yeah i'll throw this straight back to the moon off because i've got first five under this was my little hat trick uh i like kirby back at home and ross trippman's been going really well being uh, been enjoying his work um Toronto suffering a little bit still. Watched them last night, not doing an awful lot. Uh, Seattle really unreliable is probably the best word you can use. Um, so I think this will be tight as well. So another first five under from me. Um, half closes out.
1: Yeah, I agree with you guys uh, under this game. It's see the Blue Jays offense turn around. You just kind of keep on taking the under with them. And maybe it breaks out on the road here, but I just don't think, I don't have faith with uh, the, the Blue Jays right now. And Rob Strepling has been really, really good. For the um, for the Toronto Blue Jays, probably their second best pitcher behind uh, Alec Manoa this season.
0: Uh, okay, locks and dogs to come in round about twenty five seconds. Uh, after I've told you about IP vanish, um, the VPN, which make it easy to stay completely private and secure on the internet by encrypting one hundred percent of your data, uh, private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, um, etc., will be protected from falling into the wrong hands. Same with your physical location. Uh, you can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices, tablets, computers. Uh, you can stream stuff with your fire stick. Um, and IP Vanish will offer uh, 70% of their yearly plan for our listeners uh, with a 30 day money back guarantee, the equivalent of getting nine months for free. Uh, dead easy to use. One tap of a button, you're covered with IP Vanish. Take your privacy back today with the brand rate at 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanishcom SGP. Use the promo code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Uh, okay, locks and dogs time. This has been a bit of an epic show. Uh, we've gone off track once or twice. Um, <laughs> we will go with uh, the, the the youth team first. Uh, Noah, hit us. What have you got for your lock and dog?
2: <clears throat> All right, so for my lock... I'm going to go with bread and butter, uh, the team that I know the best, and that's the Tigers. We're taking the over seven and a half in the Tigers-White Sox game here. Both notable named pitchers that people should know in their households by now, Tarek Skubel and Lucas Gilito. But both of them have been struggling as of late, and both actually don't have very good history against both uh, divisional rival teams. So that's going to be my lock of the day. One pick that I just really, really like here today is the Milwaukee Brewers. Whether it's money line and it's playable, that would be a play that I love, but we don't have any odds on them right now. If that comes out at plus money, that could have a very good chance of being my dog tomorrow. But um, for the pod to just give out a dog, we're going to do the um <laughs> let's go damn it uh
0: it is hard i've struggled yeah. here.
2: um i will go with uh damn uh tampa bay minus one and a half against cincinnati plus 135 not confident in it check our graphic tomorrow we'll see
0: okay got there in the end uh thanks Noah moon off, what have you got
1: Uh, I'm going to go with the Phillies money line as my lock with Zach Wheeler on the mound against the Cardinals. Um, I think that minus 105 price is a little cheap for him. Um, I I also do like the over that Noah said in that Tigers and White Sox game. But for my dog, I'm going to say in that game, I'm gonna go minus one and a half, plus one thirty-five uh, on the run line. I'm gonna keep on taking these uh, Chicago White Sox run lines. We talked about how dominant they have been against the Tigers over the past several seasons. Tariq School has just been scuffling over his last, said the last month or so. He's a left-handed pitcher against the Chicago White Sox. I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna stay with that theme all throughout this weekend. So give me uh, the Chicago White Sox on the run line, minus one and a half, plus one thirty-five as my dog.
2: I really like that play. I just wasn't gonna give out two plays from the same game.
0: <clears throat> Um, I've had to call an audible here because I'd handicapped um, Kyle Gibson uh, and my luck was going to be the over in that game. So I'll move across. Um, pretty much, it's the same play. It's an over seven and a half, which is what that one was. And it's going to be in the New York Mets in the Miami game. Um, Pablo Lopez um, had a little wobble lately. The same with Bassett. Um, and both teams are playing well. So I think we could see some runs in that one uh, over seven and a half there. Um, I'm going to take the Pirates. Up. I'm not being put off by you. Uh, Aaron Ashby is just a lot of question marks and reflections. He could go out and strike out 11 batters uh, and be absolutely lights out. Or Pittsburgh could be 5 nothing up uh, through two innings. Um, so Pittsburgh, um, I think um, they've earned the right for me to uh, pick them again. So I'm going to take them here at plus one seventy-five uh, to get a little road upset win um, against the Milwaukee Brewers. So there we go, gents. Um, we did it An hour and fifteen minutes. Um, yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, very much uh, appreciate it. off, uh, anything happening the rest of the week?
1: No, it's it's uh, it's baseball time. Uh, so you know we're just going to grind grind along these pods. Uh, soon enough we'll be starting. Uh, NFL uh previews as well on the prop cast for season long player props, uh, with myself, uh, Dan and Rod. So, check out that, but that won't be till probably the month of August. So, just enjoying this time with a uh, little sports going on before we get really busy.
0: Uh, you Noah, know same question. What's happening? Um, you know
2: what? Big day over here, might head over to uh, Sportsbook downtown. What is one play? like World Series just to have, like, something big for the first time. What should I get down on? Astros. Astros. I like their pitching staff. That's a really good one. Plus, the, I mean, that lineup looks good. I think so, there's some value on them still as well. Yeah, because, I mean, the Yankees are the big dog in the AL. Everybody's looking past, like, looking over everybody else. Um, but just to kind of just wrap it up, uh, you know – if you're watching on YouTube, check it out. Subscribe, like the videos. Um, all of our Twitter tags are on here. Uh, moon off Sports Nerd Eight Two Four Malcolm M A L underscore B underscore Sport Me on Twitter Seventy Seven NB the word Seventy Number Seven NB and I've actually been putting my TikTok videos onto the YouTube Shorts platform too. Um, doing pretty well. Two, two videos. Pretty well, pretty well. Pretty <laughs> well. Two videos. Six and zero. Not too bad. Um, but yeah, just follow, like, subscribe, uh, leave a review wherever you're listening to the podcast. It's very appreciated. Um, and then Zhongli, uh, he wanted to check in and say, uh, listening to you guys has been great. So, And then Lane Elliott says, thanks, guys. Take it easy. So
0: uh, He's used the a man. very British phrase there, saying he's chuffed a bit. I don't know if he's got that off me uh, or if that's something he says, but I can get on board <laughs> with that.
1: You think um, the Asian Lee would come up with that saying, I want if he got that from you.
0: All right, OK. Uh, well, if you're going to get some bits and bobs this afternoon, I uh, know at the Sports we Going back, Jordan Alvarez, to be the uh, home run leader. Uh, something terrible happened to Aaron Judge and Jordan Alvarez. Will win. Um, yes. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow. <laughs> World series. <laughs> oh, shut up. Uh, we will see you down the road. Stop bickering. Bye.